Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 41 of the KDH podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kevin Brown, the Fit Ayrshire dad, the originator. How are you doing, man? I'm good, Christian. Good, thanks. No, good. No, I'm glad to have you on. So I've actually, in previous podcasts, I don't know if you've listened to many of them, like I've mentioned the fads, the Fit Ayrshire dads, quite a lot, like on and off, like on different parts. And it's obviously this podcast has got listeners from all over the world, but there's a lot of people listening to it that's from Ayrshire as well. So obviously when they tune into it, it's I always speak about it and mention it from that as well. So to give everyone a bit of an insight, Kevin, who are you and what is it you're doing now? And then we'll come on to the fads, but give everyone a bit of insight about your background, mate. So I'm Kevin Brown, Ayrshire lad, um, 42 years old. Um, yeah, kind of uh, went through my sort of midlife crisis, if you like. Uh, which didn't result in me buying a sports car. It resulted in me trying to sort of get my get my act together. Um, when I was sort of, I turned sort of heading towards uh, forty, I decided you know life was maybe heading in the wrong direction. You know, make I had some pretty shit habits and things things were not as they should be. And I sort of took a sort of good look at myself. It was the heaviest I'd ever been. I was never really into sport. It was more work hard, party hard. There was no, there was no train, train hard wasn't a thing in my life. Um, I tried the odd game of five asides and stuff. So um, I kind of just had this moment where I kind of said life needs to sort of change. So I went on a bit of a journey. Um, it just was like, yeah, it was just a kind of awakening, if you like, and sort of set about turning my life around, turning my mindset around, just developing a sort of, well, I wanted to make it impenetrable, that nothing was going to take me off course. And when I did that, I then realised maybe I could help someone else do that. Um, And then really things just blew up after that. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And like to give, like, obviously that's, it's been modest as well. So the fitters or dads were going to come on to that but like that community is obviously that's where i that's where i, I met you i knew your fate because i knew your younger brother reese and then obviously i knew of you through that but then i didn't really touch base to you from it was the fads obviously then obviously connecting everyone through fitness and air show and that's essentially what it is and it's not even just for that obviously i'm not a dad you don't have to be a dad in it and it's just a community and like what was like what was the big sort of see in your life because a lot of point like i like you saying that because so many folk have these different points in their life i I was on the fads and alive last week and i think i had that point in my life when i was like 22 like it's just everyone has these at different points and i'm not saying by any means have i got it together and you're not meaning that as well but it's like everyone has different points in their life but see to be honest as well what you're saying kevin i think it is a bit of a generation thing i think now people are becoming more savvy not everyone, but I mean, like they're going here, mental health's a thing. And if I don't look after my body, guess what? My mind fucking gets it. And it's like, it. and I think now as well, with people partying a bit, you could probably argue harder. I mean, drugs are more, way more recreational than they've ever been. People are maybe getting that, what you experienced in your midlife crisis in the early twenties, in their thirties, because it's like this sort of escalation. Does that kind of make sense there? Yeah, I mean, to, to explain, I probably, I don't do the, the awakening part of the story very well. So there's a there's a missing piece to the puzzle, which a lot of people don't know about me. I talk about it in fads, but 
So, as I say, I neglected, I neglected, I didn't really understand much about health, fitness, um, the body or anything like that. And I suffered a, a back injury. And what, and the reason a lot of people don't know about this is because I kept it under wraps. The reason I kept it under wraps is because it was going to affect my livelihood. So for a, uh, three to four years, I suffered chronic, chronic debilitating pain. They came very close to operating on me, uh, which would have meant my, the, the life that I live at the moment would, would not possibly have happened. So what was happening was I had major lumbar uh, problems. Um, I went, I spent, I spent thousands of pounds. I saw all sorts of professionals. It got so bad, I couldn't tie my shoelaces. I was crying in the middle of the night, lying on my bedroom floor, and my wife couldn't help me, and I couldn't pick up my daughter. And the interesting thing was, I finally got, I, I, I sort of was, I was so focused on getting through that and getting to the end of that process and, and not being in pain that I kind of indirectly sort of went, I've taken life for granted. Um, up until now, I've taken this one body and mind that I get completely for granted. So, you know, never looking after myself, never considering, you know, myself in terms of if, if I go down, if I go down physically, my wife will have to care for me. She didn't sign up for that. If I go down physically, I'm not going to be able to experience things with my children as they deserve for a dad that they have. And I was like, so I'd got to the end of this, this back issue and, and, and then I started to sort of romance with the idea that I wanted to take my life in a different direction. And I remember saying, I owe it to myself and I owe it to my kids and my wife that I can't avoid that something may happen in the future that means I never get to run and things like that. That's that's life. I've kind of got my, I've learned to accept that. But I do have the power to not take my body and my mind for granted anymore. I do have that power. I hold that within, within my hand. And I just suddenly went, no matter what, no matter how long this journey that I'm just about to begin lasts, I'm going to make sure that I live it. And if God forbid I'm faced with adversity in the future, I'll know that I, I, that I won't be telling myself the same thing. You took it for granted, Kevin. You, you didn't give a shit about your body. You didn't give a shit about your mind. Now I can say, no, that wasn't the case. This was out with my control. You know, now I do look after myself. Now I don't, you know, don't take it for granted. You know, I try to do the right things. Don't always get them right, you know, yeah. but on the whole... I try and get them right. And I guess, yeah, like you talk about, everybody talks about that generational thing and everything. I, I can't, you know, people say, do you know why she'd started all this earlier? Well, no, I don't have any, I don't have regrets. Like all those years wasted at parties and- What's um, it wasted though, mate? It's a part of you. No, no and this is it. This, I guess when I'm, I'm using the wrong words, Christian, I like, I guess what I mean is it's shaped- so yeah. people don't, I say all the good things I've done, like in my career, I worked early day, the early years working in social work, people with mental health problems, allows me to be the, in touch with that side of the brain and be able to help people. All the, all the sort of the wrong turns and the, the long roads that I took uh, with the wrong people, the bad circles and all the different things has allowed me to now be completely be acutely aware of who, who's around me, 
the, the energy they bring to me, all that kind of thing. So I guess all roads have led to now. Um, and it's, I, I'm, I'm just grateful that I, I awoken. I know that's like a lot of religious cults and stuff use that, but I no. believe that, yeah, that yeah. I awoken from a slumber that I was stuck in for years and I yeah. didn't even know. Everyone gets it at different points though, isn't it? There's no, and I, like see when people hit you with the part of like, oh, it's too late to change now. I'm too old for that. You're like, fuck off. Ah, no, you're not. Load of nonsense. Nah. That's just a limiting belief that you've installed in your mind that you can't do something. And that goes a lot deeper as well. Like that goes a lot. I'm, I'm reading a really good book right now and it's like, you are a badass. It's called, and it's talking about like, like money mindset, like limiting beliefs with what you're capable of. If you come from a different background, your mindset set that that's all you can achieve. If you can flip that switch and do that, and if it takes a moment of clarity, that's all it takes. But you just need to start telling yourself that you're the person you want to be, not who you were. And it's just that big. We were talking about that in the live as well. It's like stepping into the shoes. And and it's what you said there. It's like you have to stare at yourself in the mirror sometimes and just be like, I don't fucking like this person. Do you know what I mean? This person that I've formed myself into, but you need to remember as well that it can be formed the other way just as much as you formed it to that point. But people forget yep. that. They get so stuck in a rut. It's like, I can't change. I am this person. I can't do this. I've I've never been able to do this. All my family have done this. I come from a family of people who do it. And you're like, nope, you can. You can completely change. Do you know what I mean? And you're it's not, not just um, what, you know, again, we're aligned with this kind of thing. It's not just... I, t- I chat in fads. People think, you know, unless you're on fads and stuff, fitness or dads, that you maybe, there's a, there's a thinking that's all about fitness and there's so much more to it, which I know we're, we're, we'll talk about. But I try and say to people, what you've just said, that transfers to every corner of your life. I have defied the odds time and time and time again, and people would never know. I've changed career, completely changed career two times over. And both times it was in a... Play, things that people says there's no way you'll be able to do that and I, I refuse to accept that mindset so I turn around and I say my, my wife knows when that that that, that conversation's coming and I'll say be it an unbelievable fitness thing where I say I'm, I'm going to do that and she goes I know you are and she knows because I will yeah. not stop until I realise that that goal and I know that I'll have I'll hit speed bumps, I'll hit hurdles, I'll, I'll hit uh, people telling me, the naysayers, as Big Arnie talks about, the naysayers, ignore those people. Yeah. Those people have no place in your future. If someone's spending wasting energy telling you what you will not be able to do in career, health, fitness, or anything, then you need to, you need to step aside because I'm going in that direction. So yeah. you come with me or step aside and and I, you know and I know people that maybe also maybe that that can be taken you and I chatted, chatted about this about certainly where you know your direction and stuff people can take that as like overconfidence or arrogance or it but it's not it's a mindset that will take you through battle yeah you, and you you know you won't you won't take no for an answer you will you'll keep going forward and yeah I have, I've had quite a few folk come on board in the past past month with quite quite a lot of people and having conversations when I'm on board and when we're on Zoom, they're talking about it and they're like, I want to adopt that mindset you have because they, I can't even remember who we were chatting to about it and they said, you're like, I got to a point in my life now where if someone goes like that, 
see what you just said there, your wife, Ailey does the same thing to me where she'll go, you're going to fucking kill that. You're going to, you're going to absolutely, you're going to absolutely smash that. And it's such a privilege to be known as someone like that because it's like you, it's that was your, it's, a, it's because that's your hard work and dedication to show up in the the hardest part, especially if you're someone that's, I've trained a lot of guys, like more, more so I've trained a lot of guys where they've came from a background with minds. Like I was always into fitness. I've always done fitness, but I like to party a lot more and I get a lot of folk that. And the hardest part is that shift in mindset from just what people know you as, but you need to remember that's just what people know you as and what they want to know you as. And in order to change that, in order to step into the shoes, you just need to keep st- be stuck on it. Because see, in a year down the line, when you've started to tick all the boxes and defy the odds, you get confidence and it generates traction and it just makes you go like that. Yeah, I'm actually really good at this. Um, so yeah, like, and obviously defying the odds as well, like kind of coming on to, you spoke about obviously that journey, that that change, Kevin, like to give people some insight to like, it's not all about fitness, but you came from someone that said that you weren't really into fitness, you were overweight, like you were at a point, what, give people some insight to some of the achievements you've achieved over the past year. You've done one recently that was, uh, what it was like, you came first in an ultra marathon. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, like I'm, you, you know me, I'm super humble with this stuff. So like I, I talk about it, doesn't make me feel easy, which is something I need to work on because I did it and I need to kind of learn that I did do it. I'm just so caught up in the taking it on. I guess I've never truly expected results. Um, but yeah, like I've only been at this game for, only been running for four years, um, you know, and in that time, like in, in the time I've also enjoyed doing some bodyweight things, I've <clears> of <throat> a few sort of things, sort of realising that I can, I can have a, a kind of older guy's physique and stuff like that. So I've just worked away at myself. Um, I managed to go to a, a, an OCR World Championship, which was, I was pretty chuffed about. Um, so I had to qualify for that, go to events, you know, come up with a few good results there. But then that's, I uh, for that, anyone listening, that's obstacle course um, racing, OCR. Yep. So I managed to go to that in London, um, which was a, that was, a, that was, right. So to take it back, I probably should explain this. So, um, a little thing on mine. So this is part of my mindset, which you'll not be able to see at the moment because this year's mad pandemic. Um, I've taken it off. So for the last, so I've been at this for four years. Three years out of those four years, I set three goals, three goals for the year, and week to week is working towards those goals. So small, smaller achievable steps that I take that work towards those goals. So in my first year, um, I took, I decided to make my goals again. Um, I want to make them stretch goals, so it should take a bit to get for me to get to them, uh, but no be out with the, the realms of possibility. It's not going to kill me to do it. So the first year I took on the Three Peaks Challenge, so that's basically cover the three highest peaks in the UK within the 24-hour period. Um, it was uh, complete a half marathon and something else. So I managed to do my three goals, and this this is becoming an obsession of mine that I complete these three goals, and no matter what, in the second year, it was to enter a marathon, enter a sky race, which is a unique sort of mountain series, um, which, you know, which I, I just can, when somebody asks me, what's a sky race? And I go, in one word, epic. So it's in the sky, above the peaks, running about. So it says, I want to do a sky race, I want to do a marathon, and I can't remember, go to qualify for the OCR World Championship. Managed it. 
So then the, the world went into a backward step and it was like, what are we going to do? How is this going to work? And how do I make goals? This is, this is totally messing with my head. Someone who now this is my mindset, having three goals and what we're working towards. So I can't remember what I initially put them as, but it got destroyed, you know, because um, the world started going back the way. Um, so I had to adapt and, and you know, and I, I ended up, I was, my running was coming on well, you know, still in terms of what I'm now doing and my change and sort of approach to training that I've sort of through reading and learning, it was going okay. Um, so I entered a couple of virtual races and the highlights of last year was in July, I entered a 12 hour race. It was the obstacle media, racing media, which is quite a big thing in America, not as big here. Um, I entered their 12 hour event. So the concept was run as many five mile loops of any choosing, any route in 12 hours. And you've got to come in, upload it and stuff like that. So I went, well, that sounds like my kind of grind because it's the type of thing I can just be left to my own device, you know, and just go out there and just, I know this sounds kind of strange, but just enjoy that process. I've been yeah. st stuck in my head. So I went out and I did 65 miles in the 12 hours. I was, you know, super chuffed about that. You know, I, um, I was like a couple of laps ahead of this guy in second. So I won it. I couldn't believe it. Although it was virtual and I know a lot of people are in the real world, I guess, had a down, has a downward slate on virtuals. But virtuals has helped a lot of people through lockdown. It's an amazing so, achievement, mate. So I was like, what do I do now? Because we're not still not coming out of this. This is now coming at the end of last year. So I noticed one by the GB Ultras. Now, this, this was a huge deal for me because I knew that there was some good runners in this. Again, although it's virtual, in my head, I was like, hmm, this could be interesting. You know, like, how could I shape up against these? So the concept was it's 135 miles and you run it in as long a time as possible. So you can take a month to complete this. It's really your call. But I got wind that there was a few... Proper runners were going to go at it. And, you know, and I went, right, well, can I get like a top 10? That would be cool. And, but yeah, I just, I kind of flicked a switch in my head and I just decided just to, just to go at it. And I, I kind of attacked it. So I did, I said, could I, I would like to, my tactic was, I knew I couldn't, I didn't have the physical capability at that stage to take it on in one go. I knew that wasn't possible for me. There was some chat that a guy in America was going to do that. I wasn't seeing him as someone I could compete with anyway. So I'm still thinking top 10. So my tactic was go out and match the 65 miles that I did in July on day one, go to bed, get up early, and then leave myself with 70 miles to do on day two. It was an insane tactic in my head, but, in, but the way I saw it was I've got nothing but time. I've got all weekend... I, I don't sleep much anyway, you know, not to my detriment. Really, it's just how I'm made up. So I just went, so I went out. Uh, I remember it because it was all fun Sunday. So I knew I had lost the plot because I didn't even watch the football or nothing. I was, just, <laughs> I was in this place, finished on 65 miles that night. My wife says, how are you feeling? And I went, strangely okay. <laughs> I went, so I looked at it and I'm, I think I'm sitting in first at this point, but I also know there's folk that are going to just be out hitting it. So I go to my bed and I'll never forget it. I woke up at 10 to 3 in the morning for the toilet, climbed back into my bed and I'm looking at the ceiling and I'm going, why, why would I go to sleep? 
time time to just take it to them because they're now they're probably all now in bed. So it's time for me just to get up and go to work. So I just I just got up and, and went for it. And I did 20, 20 miles um straight off the bat, came back, got some breakfast, went over and watched the fads duathlon. Yeah, I remember. I remember you were and there. Going, why, why are you here? And I went, because I committed to these boys. This I need and so <laughs> this is I'm here. And they're like, you know, in a race. And I went, I'm just going back. And that lifted me, CCing all yours. You, and I was like, oh, come on. So I went back. I did another 20, which left me 30. And I was really, I was in a bad spot at this point. My calf was going and stuff. And then I had to basically face the question, is the risk worth the reward? Yeah. And I knew that this was, you know, I'm, for, I'm 42. The reality is, I may get a win in my life again. I may not. I, I knew the guy in America was now, he was on the ropes due to quit. I'd got, I saw that through his social media. And so his tactic of all out in one go had backfired. And then I just decided I've got 30 miles to go. So my wife says, why don't you split it? You're in pain. And I was trying the massage gun. Nothing was working. I couldn't get any heat into it, nothing. And I went, listen, I'll see you at the end. I went, I need to go and whatever happens... <laughs> I will, I will come home 30 miles done. I don't know how long it's going to take. So off I went. Bear in mind, it's now still early in the day, right? And I goes out and I was in a horrible place, horrible place. I was away out to Largs. Um, people are peeping, all the fads are going by, peeping the horns and stuff like that. And I'm by now I'm walking parts here and I'm trying to run. Manages to get Tuchel-Codemol, which just nulled the pain. <laughs> And I started making my way, managing to get a bit of a run on again. And I finished on Sunday night. I'm not sure what time it was, like half eight, nine at night. And I walks in and my wife says, you've won this. And I was like, what? Uh-huh. So 135 mile in under two days. It was pretty. Epic, mate. It was good, man. I didn't know that full story, mate. But I remember like I was running up that hill and you were there. And then someone was like, Kevin's in the middle of a race right now. And I was like, ah, oh, I see he's watching me in the middle of a race and he's in the middle of a race. I know, epic, mate. I, you should be fucking well proud of that. And that, the reason why I wanted to go into that was because anyone listening, I've had, I had Adam O'Pray in the podcast. I've had other people that have massively taken their fitness up to in mental levels. And it's like, folk just don't realize that unless you think big, you will never act big. But you need to dream big. And it's like, just surround yourself with people doing it because when people just come, like, the, the sky's the limit, man, and more people need to get into that mindset, and I hope that's hyped some people up, even listening in, because it's, like, it's a great story, and it's a testament to how quickly you can actually ramp things up. I talk about it all the time, especially with fitness. If you go in with proper planning, you go in with proper structure, big goals, and you, you're smart, you fucking do it. But see, if you don't, people don't, like, people just don't do it with their fitness and their lifestyle. They'll do it with their job. They'll set ambitious goals with their job because they want to earn more money because they know they can have more freedom. They know that they can go on bigger holidays. They, they, they plan or they do all these things. And you're like, why don't you do that with your life? Why don't you set bigger goals? Oh, I can't do that. Stop fucking saying you can't. Stop putting limiting beliefs in your head and just go and do it because you're waiting on a day that's not going to come. See if you just keep you're putting... nothing. You've got nothing to lose by trying. Aye. Try, and I guess I mean I'm I'm a bit of a diff, I, like I know people as parents have a different sort of mindsets in terms of what they want for their kids, what they try sort of tell their kids, which is important. I'm I'm coming for a guy who left with nothing, 
left school with nothing, was was told you'll amount to nothing, you know, and then forged a, a, a very successful career in social work and all that, then reinvented myself, went a completely different road, went offshore, did the whole thing, and then completely requalified in health and safety and all that. I tell my kids, and the stories I'm sharing with you, give your all. I'll tell yeah. you what, you go up against the smartest kid in the block. If you want it more, you try more, you can beat them. You can beat them, you know, or, or you can get what it is you want, you know, and I've tracked my son's older now, my daughter's obviously grown up, and I just say, all dad ever asks of you is give your all, um, because no one can beat your all, you no, know, I in know. life. No, who can beat your all? You know, no one can beat your all. How do you feel when you know you, Christian, you're, you're well into your training, you're turning your business sort of approach around. No one can stop you when you know you've given your all. No one. Yeah. Folk will go like that to me recently. Folk will be going, I hope it's go- it'll work out well. I'm like, no, it fucking is going well. Fucking like, well. <laughs> I'm like, try and stop me. Try yeah. and stop. Yeah, I know. It's like, and it's like that, that, attitude is just so infectious like it, it really really is and it's so important but we're always saying surround yourself with like-minded people and it's like that's what you need to do because it's like the energy just fucking grows even the energy in this podcast right now you feel it do you know what I mean and it's it's good it's nice when you, you I, 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 I say that in the fads page all the time your vibe attracts your tribe you know, you recently spoke to Roy and I told Roy that one and Roy loved it as well. Your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, and and and, it, and it's true, man. If you're just, the world owes me something, you know, or, you know, and you're stuck in a time warp and negativity and why something can't happen, you best believe you're going to be surrounded before with that same mindset, you know, and where, where does that take you? Just, you just, you're just in Groundhog Day. Yeah, no, I know. It's and it's just getting into that mindset, isn't it? So obviously talking about the fads there, like you were talking about the sort of you had that awakening moment. Was that the sort of point where you're like you were saying, I need to do this? And like, can I tell us a bit about like fads, how that started, and where it is now? Yeah. So um what had happened was over the years I was doing I'd do the odd thing for charity and I loved doing it for charity. So it was it was almost I'd left my old career where I helped people as a job. And I was in a completely different direction where I wasn't really involved with people as much anymore. And that in that way, helping people. So I I was doing like the odd thing. I do like things for charity. And I'm saying to, I kept saying to my wife, there's something missing. Um, I knew there was something missing. I always said, and and people, people, some people listen to this will go, what a load of shit. I believed I'd my calling, I hadn't found my calling yet. There was something that I hadn't done that I was supposed to do. And that's without a word of lie on my two kids after. That, I mean that, that I knew there was something um, and then when I decided to make fads which was I decided so my thinking was I had the mindset that allowed me to push forward and become fitter become leaner lose the weight become happier all that kind of stuff I also had a wife behind me which people I, I tell the fads a lot fit years of that wouldn't have happened without my wife would not have happened she is the core behind it all so but what I was conscious about is there's a lot of guys out there don't have that mindset don't have that support don't have those things could I make a place where it was completely safe completely supportive could it could it truly show social media and the intent that it was meant to meant to have 
um, without there being trolls, without there being negativity and people pulling each other down, the naysayers and all this kind of thing. And I was like, ooh. So a few, I kind of threw it out there and there was a couple of people were like, there's no, I don't think that'll work and you're going to get people, you know, people spoil it. And I went, I don't think it will. I went because, you know, I says, I really believe that men in Ayrshire, men across the world, they, they are actually screaming out for a place where they can totally drop the guard. They can totally be cool with each other. They can lift each other up the way women can do, you know, um, that they can sort of just have each other's backs. I went, I'm going to try this. I've got to try because if, if a couple of guys join the page, because at that point I didn't expect what was going to happen. I expected I could probably help a few a few old pals that were maybe in the same age as me and in the same in sort of place. And I, and I deliberately added, you know, I thought, who can I add to the fitness community? Who could I add for like a sports injury type thing? Adding a physio, adding an osteopath, that kind of thing. And basically what I did was made a set of rules which basically says anything negative, we'll not get any dialogue, you'll just not be on the page. So any, if you're going to pull people down, this isn't the page for you. You know, but basically if you support support each other, give each other advice, let's sort of help each other and all this kind of thing. But what happened? And people still say, do you, do you can understand what you did? And I'm like, ah, I don't, I, I, I do, but I still don't. Like You, you, shined, a, you shined a light on an area that was 100% ah, neglected. Like you've just... Yeah, you, man. Yeah. And you, you it's, went it's, through... A, it's crazy. It's crazy, like... It, what Christian see what you just said there that that is right it was like this dark a picture of the dark corner in a yeah. room and someone just went like that with this big spotlight and here's all these guys going whoa and then they, so this beautiful thing happened where guys I knew connected to in social media who were borderline sectarian borderline racist, all these sort of views that they were trying to put out in social media with bad jokes and bad crack, thinking that this is what people wanted to hear, suddenly became these different people. And I'm going, what, what's happening here? Where they were like caring and supportive to the opposite supporter of a football team. They were they were caring and supporting to people with different coming from different creeds and backgrounds. They were, they, I'm like, what? Have people been living this sort of just this false sort of identity that actually this is who they want to be, and this yeah. is where they want to be going? And it was crazy. It just exploded, and we, we the numbers swelled. And um, I mean, we're a couple of years down the line now. With three and a half thousand guys in there, we've, 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 the guy it's 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 a breathtaking community. The things we've done, and, and you know, not just in terms of fitness and stuff, with huge charity work, huge community work. Um, I don't know. It's it's insane. Yeah. I, I just I don't. It's hard for me to kind of sometimes explain it to people yeah. what it's become now because it's it's massive. Yeah, I've had people where they go like that though, man. Like they'll they'll joke about things and they'll go, "Oh, the fads." Like like anything, like folk do, like you were saying, and you're like. It's just that you just go like that to folk. I just can't like see now. I don't even bother explaining to folk that are not at a point. See, not just the fads, but just about fitness, just about like, like, see if someone's not interested, you can't help someone that's not willing to help themselves. Yeah. And I've just learned to accept that there's no point in getting your back up. Like folk would go like, 
even with things like me running a boot camp and that, and I've had folk with guys going, I'm not going to a boot camp. And then they come in and they're like, that was brilliant. And you're like, <laughs> oh, it's the same with like the fads. I'm not joining the fighters or dads. I'm not doing that. And they date and they're like, this is unbelievable. Or I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not posting to a Facebook community. Fucking three weeks down the line, they're like connecting with folk they've never connected. But you're like, folk just don't see the value in things. And it's such trivial things. And it's even like with my clients, I get them to do things. I'm like, right, I want you to journal every day. I want you to literally plan every day. And they're going, what? how's that going to change anything? They're like, three weeks later, they're speaking a language that they weren't speaking before. And they're not meaning like an actual language, but I mean, they're talking in a way that's like, they're being more mindful. They're putting, but they can't, because the task just sounds like, join the fads, track your calories, go and do this. They don't see the value in what it's actually going to do yeah. them with that accumulation. And I think exactly what I was, like so we said there, there was an area that you experienced that you just shined a light on it because when you are, I was, someone was asking me about it once and I gave an explanation, explanation basically that, Kevin. I said, it's essentially like where a lot of guys have kind of forgotten about themselves because of their family, their work, their lifestyle. They've then you nailed it down as well. Loads of folk are just in this little angry ball where they are, like you said, and you, you see it with loads of guys, like where, especially in the West Coast of Scotland, just not that I've, I'm not really massive into football, but you see it in the sort of football world, like loads of angry men. And you're just like, man, you, you need to stop being so angry and you need to just start fucking looking out for yourself. Because look how what you're doing right now, look at the state it's got you into. And I'm not saying doing, living in oh. that, I'm, I'm saying, but look, like you just need to, I always say to everyone, how's that working for you? Like, how's that working for you right now, what you're doing? And you're like, you need, in order to live the life you've never lived, you need to start doing the things you've never done and you need to start changing. Definitely. Uh, one of the, like, something that I, I pride it on is, is for them to identify as part of something. Yeah. So Belonging. they don't feel, oh, I want them to understand that, for example, we, we could, I, I've got guys that come to you, right? I've got guys that come to, they go to every gym, every PT that is in the show. I've got them for every corner. And what I say is, none of that matters. There's no boundaries. There's no membership. This is this is for you to identify that something has your back. So when things aren't going so well at work, aren't going so well with the PT, because you're maybe bullshitting them on what you're actually doing, um, they aren't going so well at home because you and the partner are clashing or you're not seeing your kids or whatever. This will always be your safe haven. This will be your place where you can, even if you're not coming in to share, you can come in and just see what the other guys are doing. Just pick into things and just, you know, and, and just feed off that, as you know, Christian, that at times it's electric. When you see some of these guys' journeys that are, that, that some of them blow my mind in terms of what they've done with their lives and their stories, I mean, I know, mentioned Adam earlier, Adam's one of many, many, many vulnerable young men that I've had come through the fads door um, and then they've either moved on because they're, they're well equipped with the skill set to move on or they've stayed with us. Uh, like, there's there's so many stories. I, I say, people say, what's like the, what's the, big, the biggest success of fads? Is it that, you know, you got the awards. Is it that you, you raised the money? Is it that you help it? I went, we saved lives. Yeah. We saved lives. I have, I have, I know because of the, the sharing and stuff, I know that we've had hundreds of men that were on the brink that have now been turned around and now are moving in a different direction to the dead end they were heading to, uh, which wouldn't have ended well. Um, you know, 
that we turn that around. And and no matter what anyone thinks or anyone says, that that's something that we can say every single time we turn the life around and we hit we get a guy to go, whoa, stop. We've got you. We've got you. Take a minute. And we get we start to give them, start to plant some seeds, as you know I do, the little, little lives and stuff. Just trying to plant little seeds, little seeds, little seeds. Um, we'll not be the person that takes them on the, you know, we, we'll direct them. So we'll either direct them to, we took a lot of time to develop a long list of services that stays at the top of the page. We've aligned to mental health charities. We've aligned to all sorts of things. Most importantly, we've aligned to gyms, PTs, nutritionists, physios, you name it, we've aligned to someone. So someone says to me, I'm in Kilmarnock. I want, well, I know a guy. I'm in uh, Presswick. I need this. I've, I've hurt my back. I need this. We can do all of that. The mindset part, we uh, that's what I work on. I like to try to just plant little seeds about energy, about balance. One of the things I talk a lot, it's a mantra. Um, I actually heard it first off uh, James Smith, um, you know, which he put up a social media video a long time ago about the trifecta, and I just stole with pride. I, I love it. I love it, and I use it so much. And we talk to the men about the balance. So, you know, we talk about the, the three corners, health, health and fitness, family relationships, and, you know, work, education, career, whatever you want to call it. And we talk about, which I know you talk about, which about if you're not willing to make a change, nothing will change. You know, so I'll say to the guys, if you're not working on that balance, you don't have to get it right. And please never beat yourself up about getting it right. But if you're not willing to work on a bit of balance and you're sitting there saying, well, I'm tanning, you know, six cans a night every night. I don't understand why I'm not getting any weight loss. Or all I do is work 14 hour shifts every day and I don't have any time to go running. Or, uh, you know you know where I'm going. I'm yeah. trying to say to them, if you work on what we talk about, plant the seeds and it'll grow. So if you plant some seeds in each one and you keep giving it a bit of water continuously, check yourself. I try and check myself every day. Have I given, no, so I want to go give a good day at work. That's important to me because that's my career and that's who pays my bills. I want to train because I've got goals. I want to progress. But I've got a wife and daughter at home and a son that stays over in the near. Also, I need to be acutely aware of where they are emotionally and stuff like that. So if I let one slip, then I need to check myself and sort of catch up. So I try to talk about a lot of that, the fads. It's not just about fitness, it's about balance. It's about trying to keep that everything intact and, and there'll be times where you have to give a lot more to others or one will just become chaotic. And that's, again, where the, the community come in that we try to, we encourage the guys to share and, and be accountable and, and say, just say, listen, here's where I am. I've not, I've not been in a good spot mentally, so therefore I haven't run. Well, fuck's sake, mate, that's okay. Let's repair here and you will run. Promise yeah. you you will be running. Let us take care of this first. And then we work on that. So yeah. we get the guys out to walk, walk and talks and stuff like that. And we and you know, you've got the guy, the guy posts he's no coping, he's got 20 fads PMing him. I've got your back, mate. You want to go for a coffee, you want to go for a walk. So it's, yeah. I think I think I think it's a I think it's a good thing, mate. And I think it's a legacy thing that's thank God here to stay. 
even yeah. when I even when I decide, you know, this isn't for me now, and, and I, I always said I wanted to get it to a place where it would never die, you know, yeah. it will never go, it'll be embedded in Ayrshire, so hopefully it is. Yeah, and it's, it is, like, it's a big commitment on your part, and I know that this is it's completely, you're not making any money from it or anything like that, it's not, it's like, obviously, it's a journey, and it's, it's a hats off teammate, because at the end of the day, it's obviously, but that, that's obviously part of the mantra to why it's worked so well because it's deeply embedded in you of your journey as well. So it's excellent, man. So like one of the things I always say is like, um, if someone was obviously in a position that was, they felt, cause one of the key things you'll get all the time is people saying like, it's I'm at a point where it's too late to start. What would you say to someone if they, they were thinking that it was too late to start? Well, I know I don't need to convince you on this cause we've just talked about it, but I mean, Listen, there's. I remember, I remember when I was changing career. So I made a big. I went to my mum. We had to borrow some money. I was going to. I had to. I was. You know, my my old career. This is way way back now. Was mentally taking a, a real toll on me, and I, I kind of thought to myself, you know, I could I do this? This was giving up a salary, giving up a, a, a you know such long time and an opportunity, all the different stuff. So. I had to get some money, I was going to pay for the courses. And I would remember I was trying to get an opportunity, trying, 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 nothing was coming. And I remember a conversation with a guy who couldn't, he wasn't in a position to help me, but he gave me this advice and I, and I truly believe that I've kept it to this day. And he he said to me, I says, I'm, I'm just thinking about giving it up and just going back to what I was doing. Like, man, this, I'm not getting anywhere with this this is i'm so fed up i'm sending the same emails i'm contacting the same people uh, and he went you if you give up if you give up right now he says who'll ever know yeah he says so give up he says but if you give up you will never know how close you came to turning it all around and i went he says it could change tomorrow and you'll never know and i was like shit of course, uh, why you you could be hands fingertips about to touch the change, and you'll never see it because you quit. So when obviously started to on my weight loss journey, my own weight loss journey, and my own fitness journey, I remember I remember running the park run at Eggie Park, first sort of park runs, and and you know getting this. I wasn't a runner and I was getting this incredible stitch like someone was inside me with a blade cutting out it was I'd never known pain what what is that stitch I was like what the f this thing was debilitating and I remember walking at this park run and going ah, I think I messaged my brother I went nah this isn't for me man <laughs> this running shit I'm I'm out tonight you know I'm done with this and, and he, he's like this is part of the process of course it hurts. Of course it hurts. You've never done it. And I was like, right, so back next Saturday, back the next Saturday, back the next Saturday, and went, no, and until it didn't hurt. So I guess when I'm speaking with a lot of the lads and they'll say, you know, have you done anything for years? And I'm like, right, well, what do you want to do? Because there's a lot of people, we've got a lot of runners on the fads page. So everyone thinks we're a running page, which is bullshit, right? It's just a Runners, there are more of, and runners are more vocal. Yep. So cyclists seem to be naturally quieter. 
don't seem to want to, you know, boast about their cycling, which I, I am an envious cyclist because I get the fear on a bike, right? So I'm like, we've got swimmers, we've got, we've got mountain uh, uh, hill walkers, which is my second passion. I love hill walking, all this kind of stuff. So when, whatever it is that they're, they're into, you know, it all started somewhere, you know, so if it's the running, then we say to the guys, well, let's get you on a couch to 5K. Let's start the process. Small achievable steps. I want you to, as you, I think you'll know, Christian, I do a, a weekly goals post. So on a Wednesday, I say, what's your, what's your three goals for the week? Why do we start on a, a Wednesday? Because a Monday is historically for a guy who's fucking developed more bad habits than good. A Monday is a write-off. So that's a fact of life. And any, any guy that's no started his own journey that wants to tell me that I'm on because their weekend is wrong. They're making bad calls, bad decisions. So if you want to start something on Monday, chances are it's going to fail. So I decided to break away from that mentality. Yeah. So I says, let's make it Wednesday. Let's make yeah. it Wednesday to Wednesday. What do you want to do this week? Knowing that Thursday, Friday, Saturday are your good days. That's where you're going to probably... So we developed that and we said to the guys... Think about what it is you want to work towards, and that's so I'll say to the guys: think about your your main goals for the for the year. So sorry, think about your why. Why do you want to do it? Which we talked about on our chat. So what what is it? So for me, you know, I never want to have a back injury like that again. I never want to be in that shit state again. So I'm motivated by that. So that why will will allow me to write three goals. Those three goals for the year will transfer into my weekly targets and those targets will work towards ticking them off. So I'll, I'll break all this down with the guys and, and say to them how it's all part of the big picture. The small steps you take now will have huge rewards down the line. Start thinking beyond today. Start thinking beyond how hard it feels today. Yeah, you're wheezing, you're, you're struggling but that's all going to improve. I mean, we were with a guy last night, our first Thursday trail run back after obviously a long time off as a group over Eggie Park. It was amazing. I was, so if you saw me, you would have just saw my face. I was buzzing. It's so good to be around some of the lads again. And there's a guy there, Davey Niven, he was there. And I've watched Davey's journey for a guy, you know, an older, he's older than me, Over, he was overweight, all that stuff. And he, he says to us before we met in the run, he says, oh, I'll be too slow for you boys. You know, that that mindset before he even met with us, I'll be too slow for you and all this kind of thing. He took he paced us all the way around this and he's running like a big like a big horse in the field, running there, proud as punch. So he was, and he, he led us all the way and, and we, the chat was great. And I was thinking, there's a beautiful story about a guy who no long ago it would have felt how do I start? Where do I start? I can't do this. And there he is. And he's saying to me, I wish I could tell more people about the benefits of fitness or dads and how, how it can turn your life around. And I went, I wish I could take a picture of you right now and and say, here's here's this, here's a story here. Listen to this story. You know, and so I it's the start's there. The start, the start that- is the hardest bit. But it's there to be made, man. I think that's it. It's like the when I've done lots of different courses and things on like writing content, and the best thing about writing content is telling a story. 
And if you can tell a story to anyone and, and you can persuade them through that, and uh, my pal and client Fraser always jokes to me about, he's like, you love a fucking analogy. And I was like, but people understand them. I was like, people understand them and they understand the stories and they they get it and they relate to it. And it makes it like, you're not trying to, like, if you try and force it upon someone, you try and think, but if you can just leave breadcrumbs, you can leave like, and people will see that. Do you know what I mean? Like if you can just tell stories and, and let, and I wish just more people would, speak their truth more and like, like, I, like I would i would hope that he's vocalizing that in his own social media i would hope because you should be fucking proud to punch of that stuff do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's uh i had one of my friends from the air force reach out to me the other day uh, yesterday actually mike and he just was like sent me up he's worked he worked with me online over the past year when i was doing the group training stuff and he was a good friend when i was in he was in the RAF regiment i was a scope in RAF, and he was like to me like just to let you know, like your journey's inspired me to make moves in my own and thing as well. It's like, and it's, you're like, but that's just for me, just action in these things. And he's like, I'm going to look, I'm looking at getting out now. I'm going, I've got an idea for my own job. I've seen it. I've seen how much it, you can do. And I'm like, that just shows you Like, And I've had other guys in the, in the forces reach out and say that as well. And it's like, I'm not saying the forces is bad. I'm saying it's a great stepping stone. It's a living, but I'm just meaning like it, if, if people vocalize their stories more, and share the yeah. stories that will inspire other people. And like, that's what you like. So I think to kind of answer that, like if you are doing something and you are proud this fucking punch of it, like just get it out there. I think that's probably the, the rooftop. I shout it for the rooftops, man. Speak your truth, set big goals, be ambitious as you can and just fuck the naysayers, man. And I think to, yeah. to really round it off, that's probably a really good way to kind of round this podcast off, mate. And to kind of, uh, finish things off kevin firstly mate thank you very much for coming on mate it's been an absolute awesome chat um here's have been standing on my arms it's in my arm at some points man talking about some of the things i've been saying what's the plans now for the fads what's the plans now for you you get any big goals coming up or what's the plans for everything yeah so um so for myself um it's time to see if i can if i can you know race in the real environment in the real ultra world and so i've been training very very hard um I'm on, I'm on a green patch and me who's come from a, the injury I've explained to you, I understand that that can change, but I'm, I'm riding the wave. So I've been on a good green patch from October when I recovered from my virtual race. And, you know, I'm looking forward. I'm not to beat anybody or anything like that. It's not about, it's not about placings or anything like that. It's just about me getting out into real races and racing and actually, you know, going, wow. So I've got an ultra race in May um, 46 miles or something like that around the lake, a lake Windermere down south. Um, so I'm buzzing for that. And then I've got um, one, one in June get cancelled. So I've got one in September, which is the Ben Nevis Ultra. So again, it's my goals. It's interesting because my goals are a lot less now, but they're bigger. So uh, they're less in yeah. quantity, but bigger in qu- quality. Yeah. So that's where I am. In terms of fads, um, it's really about, I guess I just touched on it there, it's about getting the guys back together again. Um, they have such, they take so much from being together. Um, so we're walking talks are back up and running, which Robert, big Robert Telford runs for me. Um, and they're a powerful, powerful drive for the guys who are on the absolute bottom rung and the guys, there's guys that go, go to it that are, that are really into fitness. But they all come together, they go a walk, they have a talk, um, and it's just so uplifting. So we're getting more trail runs back. We're about to start, you know, for anyone interested, we're about to start a couch to 5K on um, not Monday coming, but the Monday after, I think that's the 12th. 
um, in North Ayrshire, East Ayrshire and South Ayrshire. So they're all going to start. We've never done this before. So we're going to start them all simultaneously, um, you know, and it's going to be a chance for anyone who wants to get into running. So they'll be supported by a couple of fads who have been through the whole process. So North Ayrshire will be supported by myself. Uh, we've got a couple of lads in the South and a couple of lads in East. So that's that's fantastic because that that is going to allow us to bring the next group of lads, have them running by the summer, which is a beautiful thing. Um, you know, and yeah, just really, it's just to get try to get normality back again. Um, you know, just to get start getting the message back out there. We love going to these, we love going to races and stuff and getting the fads banner out and, and men men see us and they come over and you know they kind of do and yeah, and then I think lastly, personally for myself. You know, I'm on a bit of a journey in terms of the mental health message. That's super important to me. I'm I'm trying to put things out on different platforms and and yeah, just anyone that's struggling, sort of give them just a, a wee reminder that people are listening and, and know to give up. So yeah, that's kind of that's kinda oh, epic, mate. Um, it's been absolutely awesome to have you on, man. And for anyone that has obviously heard this and there's any men in the air show that's like, oh, hey, there's there's no you don't have to be a dad and there's no age no. limit on it at all. Um, how do they get in touch and how do they what do they do to get in? Yeah, man. Um, so we're, we're, we're main platform, and I know everyone's not a fan of it, but we try to use it to our advantage. So we've got many, many men who don't really use Facebook, but they use it simply for fads, which is that's absolutely cool. So Facebook is their main platform. So if you have a profile, you go on Facebook, you search Fit Ayrshire Dads and you'll find us. Um, you just click join and then we will then we, we will know you've joined you'll get an introduction post from myself usually once a week and then we then what we then encourage you to do is look at the announcements look at events post up introduce yourself and and then you just go from strength to strength like I say it's free um, you know you don't pay anything um, it doesn't mean if you're involved in any other clubs or organizations that anyone will care it's it's an added extra it's a it complements everyone else um and you know we showcase a lot of fitness people and different sorts of things and um, so yeah you'll find us there we do use the other social media platforms but what i would say is is it's the it's the responsive part is in facebook and so that's where we are we have a lot of things happening on a week-to-week basis just now and it's getting busier now now that we're we're coming out of lockdown we're now that we have the ability to kind of safely do a lot more so yeah that's where we are and i just want to say as well just before you go you've thanked me just to thank you mate um it's been it's been class talking to you last week on fads which I think I've already a lot of feedback at work well, but it's been even better. I, can, me, I think me and you could chat all day. It's, it's, it's been really good, bud. No, no, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate it. And I enjoyed that last week as well. I like, I like just amping folk up, man, on our life. It's good. Um, that's good. what it's all about, bringing the energy, mate. But um, yeah, no, thank you very much. And make sure, um, if you are listening, guys, make sure to tag both me and Kevin in your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, screenshot the podcast and get it on there and share the message out more. Anyway, thank you very much and catch you in a bit. Goodbye.